0: Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior Step. Mr.
1: D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion.
0: And last and probably least,
1: Big, Big, Big Willie. You know the f-
2: shit bowl is it's me it's time for another episode of nonsense from the
0: least qualified fantasy analysts in the business so buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life And welcome back, week one recap, season two, episode three. Losing track. (laughs) Um, we're a little behind to be honest, but let me uh let me intro everyone who's here. And unfortunately, for the first time since season one, episode one, much to William's appointment, not everyone is here. So, not (laughs) and it's not me. Yeah, Actually, that's true. That's that's <laughs> cr- that's wrong. You've missed a ton of episodes. This isn't as dramatic as I had, I had thought. Uh, but not with me as always is Jose. Jose uh, let us know he's feeling a little under the weather, but due to time constraints, this is kind of the only window we have to get this done. So uh, not a truancy mark uh, for him by any means. We could have done it yesterday and just didn't. And today was kind of the only window. So sorry, Jose's missing this one will definitely be short on stats but i'll do what i can to fill in for that but with me is the other jose castro
1: hello everyone
0: and william the man who put this whole episode together
2: yeah okay <laughs> what's up everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> william, was so super,
1: william was super excited to do this
2: super excited just, just so you guys know up. shut up <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. What you drinking there, William? You know, 1877 Mineral Water
0: from my boy, Matty G. From your boy, Maddie G, which is actually how I want to start this one. Uh, Castro, I understand that you got some mail today.
1: Yeah, let me, everyone just listen to this real quick. You guys hear that? (laughs) That is from Sir Maddie G. I did get mail today. Matty G sent me a case of... Liquid death. Unfortunately he couldn't get me eighteen seventy seven. You're not the producer was be like, you're not the producer. That's why.
3: <laughs>
1: he said he liked me better. He wrote me a note saying that's how why much he, he hates William. That's why he gave you liquid death.
0: Think about it, dude. Liquid. <laughs> he said I was really death. manly.
1: He says this looks well, like if you are drinking a beer. Actually,
0: <laughs> let's. Uh, uh, all I am hearing is an opportunity for another sponsor. We're diversifying our no, portfolio no, no. out here. Uh, liquid Death—I've never heard of. Wait, is that like an energy drink?
1: It's a sparkling water as well. See, we're we're getting sponsorships from competing companies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've like never it. heard
1: of this either. Um, it was great, actually. Like, uh, so I, I get up today and like I am getting ready to go on a jog. And this never happens to this is amazing because I have a room for my packages here at my apartment complex where like they'd send me a message where, hey, you have a package, come pick it up. I get ready. As soon as I open my door, I notice a box on the floor and I'm like, what the hell? I didn't order anything. So I pick it up, right? And I look at it, it says it has my name on it and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. So I put it on the counter and I open it up and I, I see liquid death. And I'm like, what the hell is liquid death? <laughs> and so like, I'm, I have a roommate now. So I'm like, oh, maybe he ordered it. He just put my name on the like label so, so it would get to my apartment. And I was like, all right, so maybe it says I'll just leave it there. I go, I go on my jog, whatever. And I come back and uh, my roommate comes out of his room and um, I'm there like just i'm getting ready to shower and stuff and i asked him like hey oh your package came in by the way like uh you got some drinks there and he looks at me he's like package and i'm like yeah i don't know what you ordered some like drinks and he he looks at it it's like i didn't order this and i'm like (laughs) what he's like i didn't order that i don't even know what that is he's like and he knew what it is he's like you don't know what liquid death is and and his thing was like they have awesome commercials and i'm like i've never seen a commercial (laughs) But anyways, like I'm like, what the hell? So like I um I take the box out. I'm looking at the box, and like when I take it out, this like note falls out, and uh, I was like, I look at the note, and uh, the the first thing the note says actually, it's like, Papa Castro, sorry <laughs> I couldn't send you 1877. We don't have any cases currently. Hope this the is pictures. suffice. <laughs> I think this water is cute for sure. I don't know why I put K for sure, but <laughs> looks like you're drinking a beer. Good luck on the season from Maddie Garcia, Matthew Garcia, Maddie G, my boy. So, Maddie G, this one's it's for you. Thank boy. you very much. My Fuck with him, right?
0: Maddie G, I just appreciate that you actually pieced together uh, who and where it was from. Granted, you had a note to help you out. Uh, but better than William, c- who just opened it and was totally confounded and confused the first Bro, time. He, he doesn't send
2: me a letter or put a label <laughs> on there or anything. It's just a fucking box. It's just like, here it is. Here's a box. That's it. <laughs>
0: uh, you don't like it. Do, you, do you, uh, you haven't even asked. or you do you wonder how he has your information? I uh, know. How I'm, he got I, that box. I'm,
1: I'm assuming it's T's but I don't even know if T's has my information. So this had to be like a... <laughs> This had to be like a strong, a solid effort to get get it out to me. So I really appreciate that. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, I I mean, the episode came out a few uh, days ago, I guess. Um, I won't tell you all the details, but I know Matt just got that information. I think it was yesterday, Monday longest. Today's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So within two days, he got that thing to Florida. I respect him. I'm super impressed and I mean I'm starting to wonder it worked for William He just says whatever he wants It worked for you now <laughs> He just like as in a throwaway line Brought it in uh, I mean at what point can I start taking advantage Fuck of this off. Like I Just want a million dollars
2: See Maddie G Don't give me anything to this guy Oh, so I'm, a jealous. I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get
0: like a thick envelope in the mail in a few days and get my hopes up that it actually <laughs> happened. Um, but what? Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm actually impressed. And I was thinking about this a little earlier. You guys literally just say things and it appears like Matty G. I think his new nickname needs to be Matty Genie because you can just put it in yeah. a request <laughs> and he makes it happen. Maddie Genie He's Matty number Genie. one dad right now. He's been promoted, so two wishes wasted on my, cases of water.
1: My roommate was my roommate was totally impressed, too. He's like, what? You get fan mail? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you, Maddie G. I really appreciate it. It is great. And from now on, you can enjoy the show with your ice, cold, fresh liquid death. Negative. Ah! See how stupid you look? <laughs>
2: you stupid Interesting you look.
0: that he chose the word cute to describe it. First.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So no. Big shout out. Up. Hey,
0: can you button Big up that out. shirt behind you? It's bothering me. No. Okay. Cool. Hey, you do record from a closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks again to Maddie G. Both like, I'm just thanking you because it it impressed me. I didn't think it would happen that quickly, and uh, too bad Jose's not here to to reveal uh, all this the magic behind the scenes that that went into getting that to you, but. Uh, Manny yeah, G, you're very awesome. impressive. you a beast. He yes. stays away. Still got it there.
2: Don't ever send him anything else, though. Yes, has <laughs> I
0: don't <laughs> have Make jealous.
2: <laughs> I know. Jeez, you're such a jealous slut, with you. every dude, I want him to all to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, we <laughs> finally had week one wrap up this past week. Woo! Week one came and went uh, in a flash. I was just telling Castro while we were waiting for you, William, that mm-hmm. I don't. I used to wake up at like seven thirty, eight a.m. Sunday mornings, start checking the Twitter feeds, who's in, who's out, fantasy football now starts this, blah blah blah. Today, like, I don't, I don't. I feel like I'm I'm lagging on the season. I I mean, not today, but Sunday. I woke up. I had some stuff to do in the morning. I, I went to the gym. I had a, a work thing to do around noon. And like before I knew it, it was like 12, 15. I was like, I didn't even like look at lineups or injuries or, or anything. So that I'm not, a I'm lot. not really sure what happened, but well, everyone in my lineup started. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened, but it, uh, it might take me a few weeks. You know what? I like to think it is. This is what we call a Super Bowl hangover. And you just take a week or two we after go. after winning the title to, to, <laughs> to fire everything back up. You know, you're still over from celebrating all season, and I'd uh, like to think that's what happens to me. Uh, in fact, my game is what we'll cover first, not because it's me, but I just kind of have them written down in order of um, rankings because that's how this week sort of lined out. We had a championship rematch. We had a third-place rematch between... Uh, Deez and Miller, and then it was the playoff, um, last two playoff teams with Fons and Scott, and then Cash for you and Justin, and then we get into the bottom tier with uh Michelle (laughs) v Isaac, and then William against newcomer Jacob. So, (laughs) bottom tier,
3: interesting, (laughs) it doesn't
0: get any lower than that. Interesting, bottom tier, um. So we'll start with mine, like I said, and let me try and use our fancy new screen share system here to go over with you guys. Um, Yeah, for those who didn't see Michelle's post recapping the scores uh, or maybe just didn't care much, uh, Warwick did, in fact, get his revenge against me. I took him down in the championship uh, pretty sizably, I think, last uh, to end last season um, And honestly I wasn't really sweating this one coming into it Again like I said I'm not sure if it was uh, A uh, Hangover Or just like too much Cockiness or confidence but I, I You know what it was it was Ronald Jones scored uh, Two points I'm sorry point six, I think On opening night Can you guys see the screen I'm I'm sharing here Yeah I can Alright Ronald Jones came in with uh 0. 0.6. And that was really one of the few things that went bad for Warwick. My biggest takeaway uh, for my team's lack of performance is that uh, Matt Ryan is dead to me. Uh, <laughs> Castro, I think I told you, I was telling you all week that just to be a dick, I'm going to start rookie Mac Jones. Uh, turns out I probably should have started Mac Jones because he at least got into double digits in his first game ever. Matt Ryan, on the other hand, so you can see here, 21 for 35, 164 yards, 7.36 points on the day. Um, sorry, I skipped over this part. Warwick did beat me. Uh final score 111.58294. to 94. Uh I I think he he just outplayed me. Honestly, his big guys showed up. Mahomes dropped 30 on me. Um I'll get to that bitch in a second. But uh, Daryl Henderson put up 14 on me. He lucked into a starting running back when Cam Akers went down. Obviously, we know about that. And, uh, yeah, none of my big guys really went off. Chubb and Cook had solid days, but Jefferson pretty quiet. He didn't score. A.J. Brown scored, but only had 10.9. And as up and down as all that stuff was, it really came down to uh, a tight end matchup going into Monday night. And I was down by, I think, three or two and change. And we each had one player left, Mark Andrews versus Darren Waller. Now, I already sort of knew how this was going to go because I've watched Raiders games and I know that Derek Carr is obsessed with Darren Waller. So honestly, I didn't even care to watch the game. <laughs> um, and I had already conceded early on. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to pull this one out. it would probably take a miracle, but... You know, and I don't I don't really care either way it was kind of my uh, mindset to this whole thing. And then um, I was, I, you know, it's hard for me to completely throw in the towel. So I still kind of had one eye on it. And I had already conceded. Darren Waller's probably, he's going to get him on targets. He always does. 10, 11, maybe 12 on a good day. Uh, well, he did have 11 in the first half <laughs> on his way to 19 targets for the day, a career high. And of course, in those 19 targets, he scores. And so the irritating part to me is not that it happened. It's that I had already said to myself in the universe that it's probably going to happen. And the, the, the gods or the karma still had to fuck with me and the say,
2: fantasy gods. Oh, really? You're not
0: going to get upset about this? How about 19 targets up the ass just, <laughs> just to really <laughs> test your patience? So <laughs> is um, you don't ever give a up. A career high. A career high in targets on, on this night where it's one on one. So it's just a little a little irritating, but uh like I told you guys and Fawns can attest to this. I was kinda smiling about it. I think I don't know, man. What monkey's off your back, once you get that ring and is just not too stressed anymore. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God, I don't know how much I hate this segment just because you, everything you're saying is just going to be for William. Like, yeah, I agree. yeah, I feel that way, which is 100% not true. Okay,
0: well, I can't speak to this to be fair, but I'm going to assume this feeling's going to wear off by five years. So I, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, not
2: at all, dude. Don't feel any pressure.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, that that was pretty much all I had for mine Don't want to take anything away from work uh, But it is week one I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers here And just, you know, say relax No need to stress <laughs> Still have a talented team And uh, I think better days are ahead And my next matchup, not that it's a preview show Actually happens to be against you, Castro bum, you bum, boy bum.
2: Whoop that ass, Mario Whoop that ass <coughs>
0: I'll uh, give it a go seven qb troubles (laughs) uh yeah and we'll get to waiver claims here in a little bit uh well at the end of the show rather but we'll jump into the next matchup unless you guys had any comments on this one i didn't ask you any uh high points for work or criticisms for me i'll take it
1: just one you said your big players didn't show up and you mentioned justin jefferson (laughs) that is not a big player
3: He's clearly I think he a big did player.
1: exactly what he's supposed to do. <laughs> clearly a bit. Pretty Shut sure off, Justin Will.
0: Jefferson set the rookie receiving record last year on his way to outperforming uh, a little known guy named DeAndre Hopkins on the year. Oh, you just wait.
1: So. Jamar Chase is gonna show you what the rookie record's gonna be this
0: year. You <laughs> watch. Chase did get off to a good start, and we'll get to that too when we get to Jacob V. William, but uh William, anything for you? Comments on I just realized he started Marquez Callaway on the singles He did. But One, one point. catch, fourteen yards. Not like it not like it mattered. Darren Waller's bitch ass hundred and five <clears throat> yards and a touchdown.
2: It'll be interesting to see uh, uh what ends off at. He's off at a all right start. Um Yeah, he's a really good tight end. Darren Waller, the ball.
0: Yep. Thanks for that one, Justin. All right. (laughs) Next matchup, the rematch in the third place bronze medal game of last year was Dees versus Miller. Uh, As I bring up these numbers here, I just got to say from peripherals, like I said, I wasn't watching the game super closely. I was kind of running around a lot of the afternoon and uh, ended up drinking towards the later part of the games. And I wasn't even reacting to uh, uh, Pat Mahomes going off because I thought my lead was so safe that it didn't really affect me. But uh, peripherally, watching sort of the games, I felt like every time I looked at the screen, Kyler Murray was scoring or running in a touchdown or throwing a touchdown or having running yards. Uh, Adam Thielen was scoring as he had two touchdowns. And like Deontay Johnson caught the ball. Like, I felt like every time I looked at the screen, somebody on Jesus' team was scoring. So I kind of thought he was running away with it. And then the day went on, and by the next time I looked at the numbers, I see that uh, that did not happen, as Miller not only won it, he he won it kind of handily. He scored the second most points on the season, 148. I'm sorry, not on the season. Well, technically, yes, but uh, on the week, at 148.3 over Jose's 109.16. Uh as I tried to break down what exactly happened, I think Miller just struck again is really all I could attribute it to. <laughs> I
1: was like I was watching this game and I was I was watching them because they were tied because at, at one point I wasn't too interested in my game because I was blowing an out. So I was looking through the league and just noticing and, and Dees was ahead of him by a lot. And as I was watching the game, Mahomes just kept scoring. I'm like, let me look at their score again because like <laughs> he has to be catching up some way. Like it's all Tyreek and stupid Travis Kelsey. All right. And yeah, at one point he he like managed to like I think tie him, and then like it just kept raining on Mahomes. Like I think he threw like a it was when he threw like a pass to Tyreek. It was like sixty yard maybe touchdown something something big. And that's mm-hmm. when I was like, what the. I'm gonna lose my lead <laughs> for the week, <laughs> and that's when I threw the message. Miller's a witch. There's no way. And the thing is, here's the thing about Miller's team: he traded away for no reason. I for no apparent reason to me, uh, Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb, like those are two players that could have been there instead of Ezekiel Elliott. Like his team would be insane right now if he didn't trade those players away. My God, dude, dangerous, dangerous <sighs> thinking.
2: But yeah, I was thinking the same thing too, man. Like. Miller gave up quite a bit of players in the offseason. You know, uh, like you said, Nick Chubb, uh, he gave away some of his rookie wide receivers. He, really, he gave away a lot and still managed to put up 148 points. And it's because of fucking Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. You know, they just <laughs> because I was watching this game, too. I was watching most of them. Right. But I remember D's being in a good lead. I was like, oh, OK, good for D's. Like he's in the lead. He's going to get himself a dub. He's going to win, you know. Um, Against Miller. But now nah, Miller just came back at him to just touchdown and just, they just kept scoring, getting yards. And it was just no stopping. It was Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, really. It was just touchdown. Like they were just point machines.
0: Not not just those two, but Miller actually did message me at one point and say, Did you see that back to back Melvin Gordon's 70 yard touchdown and then Tyreek God, kills 75 yard touchdown? Melvin Gordon only had 11 carries, but 101 yards. 70 of those on one run and a touchdown to get in the end zone. Melvin Gordon, 17.8. Tyreek, as you guys are saying, 26. Amari Cooper, who you say is nothing, Castro. I 13, by. 13 for 16 or 13 catches on 16 targets for 140 yards and two touchdowns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Kelsey, 19.6. And then
3: <gasps> the, right. bane,
0: the bane <sighs> of Deez's existence, and I'm sure he knows what I'm going to say. Corey <laughs> Davis, 5 catches 97 yards and two touchdowns from the rookie Zach Wilson out there. He puts up 21. Uh a big chunk of the three of those guys were mentioned, Kelsey Hill and Gordon, they didn't play till the afternoon. So all of this to all this and you think you keep in mind Zeke only had 3.9 points. And I actually think Zeke is going to trend upwards cuz he just played against the toughest defensive line of the game. Uh so best is yet to come, I think, for Miller is the scary part. And the guy he traded McCaffrey for, two guys, Acres didn't play, obviously hurt. Calvin Ridley only had five points because Matt Ryan, as we said, was a dumbass this past week and couldn't throw the ball <laughs> on anybody. So yeah, if he had McCaffrey in there, it's just even more absurd. So Miller probably could have had 200 points this week if he didn't constantly panic and think that his team is just going to go downhill every season.
2: <laughs> He's thinking about it. Maybe that's why Dees really oh. isn't here. He's sick. Because he didn't want he to hear <laughs> shit about Corey Davis. He just, <laughs> hear, he just didn't want to um, hear it.
1: I'm sick for this episode, guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, uh, dude. That
0: will be a better. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't listen to this one then. <laughs> <laughs> this at least just kidding, d's. Uh, just kidding, bro. Flipping, flipping to the other side, as I mentioned, he had some guys really go off Jose did. Kyler Murray, 33. Adam Thielen, the guy just keeps scoring touchdowns. It's, yeah. it's absurd. And he mentioned that in the chat. Old, old and busted. Old and white. I don't remember what he said. It's definitely because
2: he's white. Because that's why he thinks we don't like him. He's like, why does
0: that nobody is like Adam That's like <laughs> Savage. Yeah, I don't trust him. And I'm eventually going to be right. <laughs> he's going to fall <laughs> off at some point. When he's like 40. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's because he's white. <laughs> Not because he's 43 years old. <laughs> there you go. I knew it. I was right. Um, But as we dissect it a little bit, uh, there's three players, three big names on Jose's team that I kind of wanted to highlight and then uh, get y'all's opinion on it since uh, Jose's not here to give it. Well, I'll have the the two experts give it for him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Devontae Adams, 5 for 7, 56 yards, 5.6 points. Derrick Henry, 17 carries, only 58 yards, three catches for 19, 7.7. Saquon Barkley, 10 carries, 26 yards. 2.7 points on the day. Who would you be most worried about amongst those three? Castro. Mm,
1: in a dynasty perspective, I think I'd be more worried about Derrick Henry.
0: Uh, let's not say dynasty. Let's just say for the year. Because Jose, I would think is a championship contender. But uh, just season outlook. It's week one. Week one of 2021. Barkley, <sighs> Henry, Adams. Are you worried about any of them? Barkley
1: if I had to choose one only because apparently the injury is really bugging him I don't even think he's playing Thursday I think I read that somewhere or if he's questionable Adams I think it's just the whole Aaron Rodgers spiel like relax mm-hmm. he's gonna turn it up eventually I think he'll be fine and why I don't think Adams isn't like old old yet like he's around the same age as DeAndre Hopkins so I think he'll be fine if anyone it's Barkley he has the injury going against him Daniel Jones just looks bad. Like <laughs> the whole offense doesn't look like it's gonna gel. He's gonna be in a situation where he's gonna have a good running back, and I know the situation, uh, just with a shitty team around him. Like it's the it's like Joe Mixon for the past couple years for me. So like he's just not. I'd, I'd be worried about Barkley right now
0: for this season. How about you, William?
2: I'm gonna say, I was gonna say Barkley too, but you know what? Made this interesting. I'm gonna say Devonte Adams.
3: Say Devontae right. Adams,
2: Make uh, your case. for two reasons: um, one, because the fantasy gods are playing karma because of the <laughs> shitty trade that <laughs> was Austin done here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel Hizzy <laughs> rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> Number two, did you guys watch the Green Bay game like at all? No, I, was I real- did not. Dude, Aaron Rodgers just looks like he's. I know he said his speech and said what he had to, but I don't know. I worry for him. Like, he looks like he's just ready to give up. Like, he's just done with this bullshit, you know? He's just like, whatever. So, I don't know if we're ever. Last year, I was very shocked to see Aaron Rodgers. He had fire in him. He definitely had fire in him and had something to play for. This year, I I don't see that fire. And that's what worries me is, are we going to see that fire from Aaron Rodgers? If we don't, I think it's going to affect Devontae Adams and how he does this year.
0: So that is the question. Obviously, there was a lot of off-season turmoil where Rodgers apparently had large disliking for his GM and maybe even his coach. He comes out, or he finally joins the team in training camp. Everyone expects it to still be Aaron Rodgers and plays. This is apparently the worst game of his entire career, which spans about 14 years at this point. Worst game he's ever played. Um against what you know should have been a beatable opponent. Were they in New Orleans? Were yeah. they on the road on that one? Uh they were in no,
1: Jacksonville. It was a it was a neutral spot. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, okay. That's
0: why. Okay. What you know, Saints don't don't really scare you. The defense is is definitely beatable. It's until only put up three points. People are saying exactly what you're saying, William, that it just looks like he has no heart. <laughs> like he does has no desire to be there. He's just depressed. Dude. Now, 14 years of uh History suggests that every time you doubt Rogers, he comes back and proves you wrong. Or I don't know. Is this the time he doesn't though? I think so, man. I just I don't think I'm
2: telling so. you, looking at the game, man, and he I remember. Uh, I don't remember what quarter it was, but he just it was third down and, and Sunday or they were going for it on fourth down. One of the two. Uh no, it was third down. And um maybe like third and twelve. He just chunked the fucking ball down the field. Like he didn't give a shit. Like if he's not an accurate thrower and threw the an interception and just, all right. You know, like he didn't, it just didn't seem like some shit that he would do. Throw hell Mary. Mm. Sure. You know, because at the quarter, the the second or first half is about to end. Um, but this, he just look he just threw it up and just like, whatever, you know, like fuck your offensive play that you just called. I don't know, man. It just, I, I don't, I don't get good vibes from it. Um, I'm hoping I'm wrong, you know, cause it's Aaron Rodgers, but, uh, no,
0: no. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't much care for Rogers. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure at this point, Jacob doesn't care for Rogers. Oh, uh, his old teammates was, wasted no time coming out of the woodwork. I saw like a headline today that Jermichael Finley, which who the fuck remembered that guy existed? <laughs> oh fuck! He comes out Roger and Seamer, says, tight end, uh, tight end, tight end. Okay, tied in with the Packers for a little bit. It's it's amazing to me you have any championships. Uh,
3: he's <laughs> <laughs> he uh,
0: he came out and just said, "I don't see the same kind of preparation from Rogers I usually do." And I was like, "You know, I'm not on Aaron Rodgers' side." I was like, "Why the fuck would you? You're not on his team. You're not in practice. I'm like, where would you see that?" What a jackass comment. <laughs> it was a tweet. It was a tweet. <laughs> but apparently, uh, he's not the only former Rogers teammate to come out and criticize him after they've played together. Apparently Aaron Rodgers' own family doesn't even like him, so oh, dude. Uh, he's, he's like estranged from them, so I don't I don't really know. Uh, he seems to not not be in it, but you know what? Uh, week two might be just what the doctor ordered because the Lions are coming to town, and if he can't get it done week two against the Lions, I, I will tap out and say, yeah, I think this might really be it, but if he comes out, drops four or five touchdowns, we'll say, all right, same old Rodgers. I say two. Two touchdowns. Oh, you to having an over-under? Two touchdowns. Castro? I think he's just going to
1: come back to normal Rodgers. I say he gets over two. So you
0: want to call two and a half to line? Two and a half to line? Over-under, okay. two and a half touchdowns?
1: Yeah, I got it over. Yeah, I got it over,
3: yeah, got it
0: over Easy. William, <laughs> you say under?
2: Uh, Two and, yeah, two and under.
0: Pass. I want you guys to bet... Your mineral waters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta mail the case back. I you bet you this. Yeah. <laughs> so you think so, Rogers? Is like, Ooh, is I really don't kid. know. I'm gonna say because it's Rogers and because it's the Lions, I'll say over. I say he does throw at least three touchdowns, which doesn't even feel that bold, but
1: I'm gonna say because the motherfucking Lions are gonna be biting kneecaps off.
0: <laughs> you want to win
1: this game, you better throw four touchdowns.
0: Well, to be fair, they only had three points. So in comparison, three touchdowns seems like a lot to ask for. Um, but actually, Castro, and I don't want to spend too much longer on this because we're going we're going a little slow at this current pace. But I did want to ask a question because I agree with you. I am most worried about Barkley, um, not only because of the injury, that knee injury ended the season last year. But they're kinda of easing him back into it, it seems. The the quote I saw in the article you mentioned, it said Barkley unlikely to be unleashed this week. Like they're gonna really like they don't want to lose him for the whole year again. They're gonna ease him back in. Their offensive line seems to not be very good. And now they're going to Washington to play probably a top three or four defensive front. On a Thursday night, on a short week, do you consider benching Barkley for Miles Gaskin this week? Hell yeah. Mm. Gaskin playing against the uh, I forget. I don't have it in front of me. Start sick question against Buffalo. Miles Gaskin or Saquon against Washington. Damn,
1: that's tough, man. I just I don't think Saquon's gonna do anything. So I I think I'm gonna go. Ga- I don't like Gaskin. So don't get me wrong. I, I don't <laughs> like him at all. I might start Barkley just for the ceiling capabilities, but. I think the safer one would be Gaskins. But I don't know. That's a tough front. Like, the Giants' offense looks bad. Like, their offensive line, from what I hear, sucks. Daniel Jones mm. can't hold on to the ball. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't see them, like, going, blowing out the Washington football team enough to where, like, okay, let's give Saquon the ball. Let's just burn this clock out.
0: Well, And even if they are, that D-line is ferocious. And you got, uh, was it Chase Young coming off the edge? And you got a running back that you want to stay healthy, why would you send him into that yep. grinder? Just leave him out. Like I <laughs> I feel like and also don't wanna be super offensive here, but I'm pretty sure Dee's is playing Michelle in week two. So he may not need <laughs> to get He may not have to worry points. about it. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Michelle, I didn't mean to laugh
3: that hard. <laughs> hey,
0: Michelle. Uh Michelle who put up a a respectful week one effort. We'll get to her soon, but I just wanted to to play that little what if game for her. Deez is giving him a little more time since what he's if? not here to do it himself. Uh, moving on, the first game between the other two playoff teams, I guess the rankings game. Fons, your brother, William,
3: mm. versus
0: Scott. Uh, Fons came through with a pretty big time win. Oh, Deez is playing Michelle. I just confirmed that. Uh, I lost the track here. Fons came up pretty big with a 136, third-highest score on the week, to 83 victory. Not a lot of games were, were close this week as we as we go down. Um, some points of emphasis for Fonz. Dak obviously had the big game against Tampa in his first game back in almost a year. Alvin Kamara made his first start for your brother since uh, making that trade with Jacob.
1: It's so Alvin good. Kamara's first start outside of the that Jacobs team
0: <laughs> that's true He has been what five full seasons on that's that right. roster yep. no more Kamara had a pretty nice game 20 carries for 83 and, and um and a receiving touchdown 15 points
1: I feel like Chris
0: Godwin sorry I, what?
1: I feel like fantasy Kamara feels like he's in a Super Bowl contender team now like I just feel like it's he's, he's felt like he's been wasting his time on Greg's team for the past five, no years. more, <laughs> no oh more. He's more. finally there. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we'll get to Fonza's outlook uh, because everyone who performed on Fonza's team, they could just, I just, everyone popped off on the at the right time on the they right did. week. So Chris Godwin uh, had a solid game, one hundred five yards and a touchdown for fourteen. Tyler Lockett, who could go for two or fifty-two, it seems like. Puts up 22, only caught four balls for 100 yards and two touchdowns. That is insane efficiency. Four catches, two touchdowns. That rate (laughs) is unsustainable. Uh, Logan Thomas only caught three balls for 30 yards, but he scored nine points. Sterling Shepard, bad offensive line, bad quarterback, like we just said. Seven for 113 and a touchdown. Jamal Williams, what in the world was he doing starting Jamal Williams? (laughs) (laughs) He gets eight catches. He gets eight catches. Uh, For 56 yards and scores. And then another nine rushes for 54 and scores. Uh, and then kicker gives him 12. He actually got zero from his defense and still managed to put up 136. So. uh, Who thinks that for Fonz, this is a fluke? Or like you're saying, Castro, is Kamara on a real contender now?
1: <laughs> I think he. I don't know it's too early to tell but like a lot of it does seem fluky like I don't see Sterling Shepard Tyler Lockett or Jamal Williams sustaining that but he does have pieces he has Godwin he has Dak who I feel like Dak's gonna carry his team throughout most of the year um Mm -hmm. and of course Alvin Kamar. like he does have pieces to make a run I don't know if it's enough though like this was a good week for him but I don't know if it's All he's missing is for A.J. Dillon to get that starting job, I think, after that.
0: Uh I think that's what worries me about his team, is that a lot of these guys, it's not necessarily that they're number twos. They're just unproven. And Chris Godwin, I don't know. I I wouldn't call him the one, not with Mike Evans and and the way Antonio Brown played in week one. Uh, Tyler Lockett's not the number one on his team. Logan Thomas is, but he just lost Fitzpatrick. Who knows how much that will affect him. Uh, his value going forward. And, uh, I mean, Jamal Williams, you're going to count on Jamal Williams week after week. So it seems tough to rely on outside of Dak. Dak, is, Dak and Kamara are the, are the definite studs of that roster. But you know who I doesn't think believes in Fonts, Fonts, Because <laughs> yesterday he put five of his own players on the trading block,
2: <laughs> including Dak. Full I don't think Fonce. those are real trades. I think he's just trying to
0: see what he can get. I don't think I don't think uh, he's for real on some of those. Well, to give some emphasis, Dak Prescott, who we just talked about being top two player on his team, on the trade block, Chris Godwin trade block, and then three tight ends: Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Logan Thomas. I think there he's just realizing he's got too much potential value, and uh, he's hoping to get something uh, for each of those. I'm not sure what he feels like he needs, but um, yeah, he's having it's a Fonz fire sale. If anyone is interested,
1: uh, the old fonts fire
0: sale. <laughs> <laughs> William, you believe in your brother?
1: I
2: don't think it was uh, a <clears throat> fluke game. I think I worry for sure. It's how to lock it. Like, I don't think he's going to keep up and doing that. He, that guy <laughs> is so random. It's so annoying that my brother still has him because I would have mm-hmm. got rid of him and just been like, you know, I I'm done with this shit. Um, Sterling Shepard, I don't believe in because uh, I have Kenny Galladay, and I think Kenny Galladay is the number one. <laughs> I think Sterling Shepard is definitely, he had a flute game. Yeah, He ran the right routes and got a touchdown and, and looked good, but I don't think he's going to do that every week. Uh, but I also agree that he has the pieces to fill those in. Jamal Williams, I don't know, man. Who knows? I think he will go in like, he's not going to take in a lot of work from the Andre Swift, but like he'll put up a touchdown and get you like ten points, you know, at least um,
0: good extra so, flex spot. Here's the thing about Jamal Williams, I actually kind of disagree. I think Fuck it's going to be more of a split for two reasons. One, Anthony Lynn, uh, the guy who orchestrated the Chargers' offense with Austin Eckler, uh, he is the uh, offensive coordinator now, I believe, in San Diego. So he's running that offense, and you know how much he liked to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And clearly, eight catches on nine targets, uh, he plans to use Jamal Williams in a pass-catching role. And also, I think they're, the Lions are going to be losing a lot of games, meaning they have to throw the ball a bunch. So I think he's actually going to have sustained like low-end RB2, value. RB3 value.
2: I think he'll, yeah, definitely RB3, but... I don't know how much, but I don't know. I think my brother could make it to the playoffs if he doesn't do stupid shit like put Dak Prescott and Chris Godwin
0: on the trade block just to see what he can get. Well, the other issue that I kind of skipped over, his other starting running back, Raheem Mostert out for the season officially. Mm -hmm. So as I glance at his bench here, his best option is really nobody. He's going to have to move – Jamal Williams up to be his RB2 now and probably put in a receiver in the second flex because on his bench, Trey Jones, A.J. Dillon, Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman, I actually kind of liked to steal the job in Atlanta, but uh, he was a healthy scratch. He was just inactive, a lot like Trey Sermon <laughs> was this week. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: so he might have a depth issue here pretty soon.
1: Yeah, I, Yeah. He's going to definitely need to find more pieces to fill up. I forgot about that Mozart getting hurt. I didn't yeah, realized that's it.
0: a big deal. It's a big deal. He was a starting running back, and that's that's going to be a little bit of the issue with the extra flex now is if once injuries start to happen, it's going to get pretty thin. Uh, <laughs> he's got like four different tight ends he could start right now, so no, I kind of see why they're on the trading block now.
2: The tight ends,
0: sure.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: He's giving Always up. Start. He's giving up after week one. <laughs> after he won. <laughs> uh moving <laughs> over to the other side uh i don't know I, I think scott scott's team has improved we talked about how good his draft was he just had kind of an off day matt stafford looked good first game yeah. uh under center for the for his new team the rams 320 yards three touchdowns 24 points overall uh david montgomery who a lot of people thought was maybe a fluke continued ah, to look dude. good
2: yeah that guy's on fire man He's- 16 for
0: 108 and a touchdown um, against probably one of the better defensive lines uh, in the Rams. So actually, I don't want to make it up, but I'm pretty sure the Rams had a streak of like not allowing a hundred yard rusher. Maybe that's Tampa.
1: That was Tampa. Up. Okay, I think it was Tampa.
0: Well, then forget it. Uh, you know what?
1: Actually, real quick, just to get a little excited, the only running back I think they allowed to get a hundred yards on them last year was Chris Carson.
0: Got <laughs> mm. yeah, both of us excited <laughs> uh, Damian Harris 23 carries for 100 yards Which is exciting in a New England backfield It's hard to get that much shit. That much run and Since they have 4 or 5 running backs at a time uh, Didn't score and fumbled So that'll get you on the shit list pretty quick Hopefully it cleans that up Allen Robinson, quiet day, but he had 11 targets uh, He'll be fine Robert Woods uh, Not a ton of yardage uh, only 27, but he did score and plenty of opportunity to score with uh, Matt Stafford there. I think Noah Fant, Tyler Boyd, both quiet days. Singletary, yeah, <laughs> 11 for 72, and then uh, rough yeah. outing from the yeah. defense. Singletary
1: is yeah. actually really efficient. That's that's oh. a good. That's really good mm-hmm. yards per carry. Mm-hmm.
0: 11 for 72. Yeah, you just you wish it was more than 11. Yeah,
1: they were. I think they were behind, like after the second half of that game. So,
0: did didn't Zach Moss not even play? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, surprising! He didn't get more then
1: they because the Steelers like tarted out the second half and were up by like two (laughs) scores late, (laughs) I think, or like something.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they were up ten nothing. You think they would have been a little more grounded pound, but just kind of a rough day at the office for Scott. Uh, Some promise for him, though, as he referenced, uh, as Raheem Mostert went down, Elijah Mitchell, who was supposed to be the fourth running back on the depth chart, I think, and who was Scott's last round pick, last pick of Scott's draft, ended up with, I think, over 20-something carries, like an 83% rush share. Uh, I don't have it on here because he's on the taxi squad, but 100-and-something yards. Yeah, he uh, did go. Coming in, and a lot of people think May have the job now. Trey Sermon is as we'll talk about with Isaac. Surprise active. everyone thought he was the number two on the depth chart. Didn't even suit up. They said, Well, if we're good with Jamichael Hasty and this sixth round running back. You can go ahead and uh and stay put. What, William?
2: I was gonna say, fuck Jamichael Hasty, dude. I remember <laughs> I picked him up <laughs> thinking he was the guy. I was like, Oh, he's a young dude. They talked him up last year, whatever. Had him for, like, uh, a couple a couple weeks, maybe a few. And I was like, all right, I even put him in. I was like, let me put him in as a starter to see what he does. And the guy just did shit, and he was the starter. So I was just very unimpressed. And from there on, we'll always remember that. So they need to cut Jermichael Hasty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's surprising to me that they went sermon inactive. We're gonna go with Mostert, who clearly never finishes a full game. Uh the sixth-round rookie and Elijah Mitchell and and Jermichael Hasty. But uh I actually do have the numbers 19 for 104 and a touchdown, which first game ever to go in and do that is is pretty crazy. So good signs out of him. Uh Christian Kirk, five catches for 70 and two touchdowns. Ooh, if yeah. he actually Get sustained use. Uh, granted, these are all on Scott's bench, but just the fact that he's got depth and potential is exciting because Elijah Mitchell, like, if he keeps getting that usage, he suddenly has a starter there. And then uh, Jalen Waddell, rookie Jalen Waddell, in his first game with two, uh, uh, only 60 yards, but he did get in the end zone. So some promise from uh, some of the young guys in, in Scott's draft there.
1: Yeah, definitely. He nailed the draft this year, so hats off to you, Scott. You just
2: have to start the right people.
0: Yeah, we call that the Castro. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Thank you.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of Castro, the winner of the highest score of the week, uh, even though Miller tried to steal it from you with 154 tier, right? point, It's the bottom half
3: the bottom <laughs> because he didn't make the playoffs. Yeah.
0: 154.36 earned you the high score of the week and the $20, which I sent you. I got it. and And uh, in a victory over Justin, 103.5 on Justin's side. Uh, yeah, much like we talked about how Scott just had a lot of guys not show up, I think everyone just showed up on your team. It started Thursday night. Gronk, eight catches, ninety yards, two touchdowns, twenty one points. C D seven catches, could have been like ten. Seven catches, <laughs> hundred and four yards, touchdown. Old ass Tom Brady. Shh. Threw the ball fifty times, three hundred and seventy nine yards, four touchdowns. And um luckily I was watching the game with Justin. He was like, you know what? It's it's kind of good to know that I already lost, I don't have to stress out this week. I'm just going to play my guys and <laughs> just, just see what happens. So he had he had pretty much already conceded the match because I think he had like 70 points by the time that first game was over. You
2: never concede, Justin,
0: ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, look where it's gotten William. Two rings. Oh, yeah, come on, Enough. damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then going down the list joe mixon who it looked like got hurt and i don't know were you nervous when that news came out that he left the field
1: i didn't even (laughs) like i was late to see it and then by the time i did see it he was back on the field so i was like oh i guess it was nothing so like i didn't get the chance to get nervous but i probably would have been like damn because i think most got hurt most hurt someone someone else got hurt too right away and i was like fuck i was like what happened to him and i was waiting like on the tv i put the game on and he came out to the field and I'm like, I guess it wasn't that bad. So but yeah, I heard <laughs> I heard about it late, so I didn't get the, the good reaction out of it. So, oh God. You didn't,
2: even, you didn't even care about your players, dude. Fucked up.
1: I did care. I was up by a lot though, so I wasn't like mm. I, I think I was more focused on the Steelers matchup. So I wanted to see Najee perform. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Najee or Najee, however you Najee, say it. Najee yeah. Um one of the few guys that did not perform outside of your defense. He's the only player to not score in double digits for you. Um, well, Joe Mixon, whatever injury he had or didn't have, uh clearly not serious. 29 carries and four catches. They put the ball in his hand 33 times. Clearly, the offense is going to go through him as long as he's healthy. Don't know who the backup is, but uh, I hope you have him because that mileage with the guy with that injury history – I don't think it's sustainable for 17 games. Hell no. Hell no. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Moving down, coming off of last year, Jonathan Taylor, 17 for 56, pretty quiet, but still 11.6 because he caught six balls. So the fact that he's being used in the passing game that much and not being subbed out for Naheem Hines, really promising sign for Jonathan Taylor.
1: I was shocked about that. I was like, whoa, man. I didn't know how many catches he really had. I saw mm-hmm. he had seven targets. I'm like, what the hell? Like, That's a lot. And you would figure it would be the opposite. You'd figure Hines would get all that work because they just paid the man, too. They paid Hines.
0: So. Yeah, and uh, Marlon back is, is back and apparently healthy, and I don't think they even used him at all. So no. he's purely just a depth piece. Uh, the fact that Taylor had 11.6 and without getting in the end zone is – Pretty promising, because if he does, that's a 17-point game and and then some. So He
1: did they get it it into him. the end zone, but they called it back on the flag. On a stupid flag on the wide receiver. Like, something that had nothing to do with all the action up front. <laughs> it's the wor- those are the worst penalties,
0: but yeah. Uh, doesn't hit the records, but you still got you 20 bucks. And then the man who can never score, scores twice. Hopkins had two nice t- I saw one of them. I don't remember the second one, but I saw the little toe tap back at the end zone. DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Pretty solid. Metcalf, 60 yards, touchdown. Gronk, we talked about. Uh, even your kicker got you 11. Tyler Bass um, for Buffalo. And then your defense, six sacks on the rookie Zach Wilson. Probably a smart play to start a defense against a rookie whose offensive line uh, I thought would be better, but just lost their best left tackles. So that... That kid might be in for a long year if that O-line can't shore things up.
1: Yeah, I really wanted that defense, too, because apparently they have really good a good secondary. So I was hoping, and I know Wilson probably likes to sling it, and he is a rookie. I was mm-hmm. hoping I'd get more picks out of it. But it, it was a solid performance still.
0: Only 14 points allowed, and uh, they did get a pick in six sacks. I'm surprised they didn't have more than nine points with all that. But uh, kind of the last highlight for your team your number one overall pick in his first ever game Najee Najee 16 for 45 one catch for four yards 4.9 points on the day kind of the only dim spot what do you think about what you saw
1: exactly what I expected I'm not I'm not too worried about this uh I think he should have caught more balls he get the he got he got 100 percent of the snaps like a, I think he played hundred percent of the snaps that's so, what you like yeah yeah so he's gonna get all the work um what I do notice about him, and I don't like, maybe it's because he's a rookie, he doesn't see it. Or what I see is he just doesn't have that burst. So their O line is completely new, and they're not that great. And uh, I'd hate to go back to like Joe Mixon, but he's the perfect comparison to a bad O line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least with Joe Mixon, when they gave him the, like the little holes, like he had the burst to get through it right away. Like he had the speed, that little that just pop. And he could get through it. And Najee doesn't have that. Like, they give him a hole for like a second, a second and a half, and he sees it and he's in it, but like he doesn't get through it. He more like gets stuck in it and they just get him from there. And like Mm -hmm. he just doesn't have like a lot of burst speed. And that was like one of the things I was concerned about. But I think if they open up the offense with Ben more, if they throw it more, like I think he'll be better. He's going to get all the touches, he's going to get a lot of workload. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too, too worried about it yet. It could be a rookie thing, too. He could be seeing these things really slowly. Like, he could not see the hole right away and just being late, you know.
0: So I think that always plays into it. I, I still remember in Zeke's rookie year that in the game two, he ended up getting benched for Alfred Morris, not because Alfred Morris had more power, more speed, but he just was more seasoned and knew how to wait for holes a little bit better. And I remember, like, he literally looked like he couldn't stand. Zeke didn't. Like, he looked nervous out there. So definitely give it some time. What you do like is exactly what you said. There is no competition in Pittsburgh whatsoever. He's gonna be a pure volume play, and if the offensive line happens to get good along the way, all the better. Like, but he's 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 gonna get the touches and that's that's what leads to points, so he'll be fine. Yeah. William, how do you feel about Castro's debut? The flu. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's all I have to say about that.
0: Um, going to the other side Justin 103.5 Like we said Lamar okay And actually I hate to say this out loud Uh oh I think The Ravens are going to have a bad year I think they're actually going to miss the playoffs Yeah I think Having three of your running backs Rip their ACLs Is as bad <laughs> an omen for a season <laughs> As it gets Before like first games even played Not Not only that They lost Marcus Peters and they seem to be relying solely on Lamar Jackson right now. I mean, they just got beat by the Raiders. And in a game that they kind of had handled, they were a 14-0. They usually should have walked away with that one. Uh, it's a game they normally would. But I think they're just going to ask Lamar to do too much. He was moving around a lot. He was getting hit a lot. He had two fumbles. Uh, he had 12 carries, which he always does. I just, I just got a bad feeling, man. I think that team is cursed this year.
2: Well, when it so, came uh, down to the end, too, like... Uh, you watch the end, I'm assuming, right? All the way to the end. Yeah. Where like yeah. he it came down to Lamar, right? And it's in his hands and he could have threw it down and get close and get a field goal, but he threw interception or oh, no, no, mm. I'm sorry. He fumbled. He got, he, fumbled, he got yeah. sacked and got fumbled and that's all on him. Like hold on to the ball. Like it is, this is your game. Just get the ball down the field. And he was doing okay throughout the game. But I think you're right. Like that pressure, there's just a lot. You can, it's very obvious. It's like Lamar, this is you, you know, like we're relying everything on you to pass the ball, to running, to making mm-hmm. plays, to to everything, you know. And it's, <laughs> I think you're right. Just It doesn't look great when you have three backs like it hurt. <laughs> and I'm even like considering dropping Baltimore's defense because what I saw was like yeah. not pretty, you know. I was like, I don't think you are the same defense you were um, prefer- like
0: last well, year. Well, that's – that used to be what they could hang their hat on. Was they were just right. a vicious, ferocious defense? But Derek Carr just burned them on like a fifty-yard bomb walk off, almost walk off, uh, before yeah. they got that fluke turnover and then forced overtime. And I don't. Did you guys watch the Peyton Manning or the Manning the Monday Night Manning feed? I oh, did not. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, uh, I've, seen
1: a, I've seen a picture of just him in the helmet. It looks like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it It's it's a little awkward. I mean, it's like the time we tried to do a podcast and we were just on air watching TV. It's like. You know, are you supposed to watch the game or are you supposed to talk? And I sort of felt Peyton's pressure to uh, fill the dead air all the time. Like he was constantly, you know, trying to, he's trying to host, he's trying to perform because his, his counterpart is Eli who just sat there like with his mouth open the whole time
3: (laughs) he got talked to. Uh,
0: So it felt a little awkward at times, but then they brought in some guests like Charles Barkley and Russell Wilson uh, went in there and um, they ended up watching the fourth quarter and overtime with Russell Wilson. So you got three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, Watching this game unfold, it was just kind of a cool, like, you know, unique experience because you've never been able to do that before. Uh, Apparently they're going to do it again next week. So ESPN2 for the next feed. I'm going to have to watch that one. Check that out. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm calling it right now. I'm going to be the Oracle Castro. (laughs) I think week one for the Ravens is a microcosm of what the entire season will look like. Mm. Too much pressure put on Lamar and... Fumbling and coming up short Hopefully no serious injuries happen No more serious injuries happen But I, I think they're going to miss the playoffs
1: Good, they can get a high draft pick And draft a real QB Good for them
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Moving down, Justin Seam Clyde, Edwards, Elaire Same problem I had with him the first time I saw him He doesn't get goal line work They'll throw it to like an offensive lineman On some kind of weird trick backwards play <laughs> Or Mahomes will run it in himself or end around to Tyreek. He just he just can't get in the end zone. 14 for 43. He did catch the ball for 29 yards, but 7.2 points. Antonio Gibson, promising day. He got 20 carries. Uh, I think people thought of him more as a pass catcher than a bell cow, but 20 carries a good sign. Just just didn't score. Nothing big there. Stephon Diggs in his first appearance with Justin. Nine catches, but on 13 targets, 6-9 yards. Tough day for Buffalo all around. He'll be fine. Here's the bright spot for um, Justin, I think, is his rookies, Devontae Smith, the man who fell all the way to 10. I was trying to ignore it. William, what are you doing? Yeah, he got a touchdown. You got, got a towel on your face.
1: <laughs> oh, great, Will. Yeah, he got a touchdown.
0: William's getting sleepy. Sun's going
2: down oh, William. <laughs> this is really comfortable pillowcase. Nothing.
1: are you how old are you 30 years old <laughs> it's just a really comfortable for pillowcase yeah i'm not the one in the closet <laughs> doing
2: my podcast
1: <laughs> maybe you should be maybe You'd fall asleep really easy <laughs> i wasn't falling asleep i was, was comfortable
2: so anyways uh, sorry let's we'll try we'll
0: try and speed through these last two um Bright spot for justin rookie Devonte smith six catches on eight targets 71 yards Finds the end zone, first game ever, and yeah. I know he was pumped.
2: I am worried about Josh Jacobs.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll talk about him in one sec. Rondale Moore, the other rookie he took, uh, the other pick. Four catches on five targets, 68 yards. Not a bad outing for the rookie. I think he's going to have an immediate role in that little <laughs> slot position that they're putting him in. I just don't like that he's like five foot seven or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, he's tiny. <laughs> tiny little guy. Um, to your point, William, yeah, I had seen Josh Jacobs had 16 points. What I didn't see is that he had 10 carries for 34 yards and two touchdowns. If he's going to get the goal line work, great. I don't love the 10 for 34 though.
2: Well, did watching the game, man. Like he, there were multiple incidents where it looked like he got hurt and whether it was his ankle, whether it was his, mm. his knee or something like he came out three times and it looked like he was hurt and was, like, stumbling to the freaking sideline. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, is this guy made out of glass? Like, what is <laughs> going on? This you this know? is
1: going to be karma for him. For last, I don't know what year it was. Maybe last year, maybe the last year before, year. He went out and put a tweet out saying he was not going to play or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was counted out. That's right. And ends up playing. This is what he's going to get, karma. This is coming back yeah. to him.
2: <laughs> if you don't have his backup, get his backup, because I think he's going to end up getting hurt very,
0: very soon. Very soon. That backup is Kenyon Drake, who Scott has, because everyone is owned in this freaking league. There is no, <laughs> there is nobody to pick up. The backup is owned. Uh, actually, to your point, William, I don't know if you saw the injury report today. It said uh, Josh Jacobs didn't act practice, and in parentheses it gives a reason. It just said everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> everything.
0: Yeah,
2: like Everything was going wrong with him during the game. <laughs>
0: the uh, that's That's the karma. <laughs> So you're spot on with that. Um, Yeah, some things to concern. The other possible bright spot is uh, I know ever since letting Waller go, Justin's been trying to find a tight end replacement because he lets go of all the good ones. Or, you know, he signs guys with promise and they get hurt. Dallas Goddard. uh, He, I think, might have already surpassed Ertz on the depth chart. But Hertz left the game because of a handspring issue. So if he actually misses time, Goddard might actually be usable, 42 yards and a touchdown this past week. So if Hertz just gets the hell out of the way and Jalen Hurts uh, continues his, you know, throwing progress, uh, you might actually have that piece finally finally filled. All right. Moving on. Michelle v. <laughs> Isaac. Woo! Uh, in a game I know Michelle wanted to win because Isaac loves to run his mouth about pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, her her control of the uh, Instagram account for this podcast being one of them, he still doesn't follow. And you know what? They should have bet a follow on this game now that I think about <laughs> it. Uh, they're in the same division, so they will play again. But uh, let's start with the winner like we have been. Isaac, I mean... I think he just won because of matchup. He only scored 96 points. Uh, Michelle had a a more respectable 84, more respectable than last season when she was starting a bunch of nobodies. But uh, McCaffrey in his first appearance. How do you like life with that guy, Isaac? 98 yards, nine catches for another 90 yards. He had 18 (laughs) points and didn't even score. Oh, God. And this is so
2: natural. Like, why you didn't even notice, like, those points rack up.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a waste on his team, though. Like, Isaac doesn't have a capable team right now. (laughs) He's going to waste all the good years of McCaffrey rebuilding his team.
0: Uh, We didn't get to the rankings, but maybe we can soon to see how the uh, uh, keep trade cut record ranks all of us right now. But Ryan Tannehill, ugly, ugly day uh, against the Cardinals. Salvaged it with a rushing touchdown, but even with that, 14 points, his day would have looked a lot like Matt Ryan's if uh, if he uh, didn't get that rush. But on the bright side on his bench, Jalen Hurts, 28.7. That guy might actually become a real pro quarterback. Yeah. Seven carries for 62 yards on the ground. See, so you like that? Um, like I said, even though it was on the bench. Uh, the useless, Austin Eckler, 15 for 57, found the end zone. <laughs> He had a
1: touchdown. We still like him, so.
0: <laughs> he got the goal line work. Uh, weird thing, he had no targets. And as I mentioned, Anthony Lynn is not there anymore. So I don't know if this is an offensive coordinator thing or what, but I'm used to seeing Austin Eckler get like seven targets a game. That's true. Didn't get those. Uh, Chenault's 5.9, but he had nine targets. First game ever with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, big day with Jared Goff. 11 targets, 97 yards, and a touchdown for 17.7. Hawkinson, as we said, tight ends take a few years to kind of come into their own. He This might finally be his year. What is this, the third, third year in the league? Yeah, it's the third season. This might be the one. This could be the Hawkinson year. I think he's in a lot of people's top five. He could climb that list by the time it's over. Um, everyone else pretty... Quiet. Uh the biggest concern for him maybe the weirdest thing of the year, Trey Sermon being inactive, like we mentioned, and Brandon Ayuk, like suddenly not being good enough to even get on the field, from what I understand. And the anomaly here is that they're both under Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, and I just realized they're both on Isaac's team.
1: I have the reason why they both weren't playing much or at all. Apparently they missed curfew, both of them. Where'd you get that? They're in the doghouse. I was listening (laughs) to I listened to a couple podcasts about football, and uh, yeah, everyone was wondering what what was going on. And apparently, I know Brennan Ayuk missed curfew, and I think Trey Sermon was with him. They didn't say what they were doing, but apparently, that's why they were in the doghouse.
0: so So maybe uh, a weird quote came out today from the coach, where he said uh, something along the lines of, "If Ayuk wants to play every snap, he needs to be better than the guys behind him."
1: Yeah, I I saw that too.
0: That's a character. Yeah, that's a character thing. guess so. Um, All right. So as we said, Isaac did put up enough to get the win. Michelle, uh, who is in rebuild mode, had all the draft picks this year. Her rookie quarterback, the first of her three rookie quarterbacks drafted. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence, in his debut, uh, did get whooped by houston of all teams which probably tells me that uh jacksonville will not win a lot of games this year in his debut though 332 yards three touchdowns did have the three picks but threw the ball 51 times in his first ever game you got to think he'll clean that up but 19 fantasy points he will take that a lot of promise what do you guys think
1: yeah uh i think again the rookie thing i think and this is like this is trevor lawrence's first like regular season loss ever like yeah. throughout his whole football career, I think it, I think he'll get better. I think they're gonna do. He's gonna do better. He's probably gonna be smarter about it. And uh, I I don't know about the head coach, but I think Trevor Lawrence will be okay. William.
2: William. <laughs> I'm just curious to see what you guys are gonna do. going to you. Oh yeah, dude. Um. I didn't get to watch too much of Trevor Lawrence because uh, I was watching my stuff like on the Sunday ticket. But I mean, it, yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, looked OK from what I saw and in the, in the, um, like the stuff that I got to see. So I don't know. I think he's going to figure out that he's going to that he can run the ball more. And I think that'll be good for Isaac.
0: Why would that be good for Isaac?
2: Doesn't he have James Robinson? Who will run the ball more? I was thinking Trevor Lawrence will give it off, hand it off to his running back. (laughs) Not him, sorry. Not him running it. But like utilizing his running backs more instead of just trying to throw it down the field all the time. To DJ
0: Shark and Chenault. Kind of on that subject. uh, Castro, you mentioned you don't know about the coaching staff. I don't think that coaching staff knows what they're doing in the least. Uh, I was talking to Justin about this today. That... As soon as, I mean, they, they waste, in a rebuilding mode, they waste a first-round draft pick on a running back, which is the most replaceable position in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They waste it on ETN. Couldn't know he was going to get hurt, but irrelevant. They shouldn't have drafted him to begin with. And now they can't use him. But before he got hurt, they talked about using him as a third-down back. So they used a first-round draft capital on somebody that's going to be a third-down <laughs> pass catcher. They're going to line up a wide receiver. Uh, they called Tim Tebow into training camp, stir up that whole mess, for no all that drama for no reason. Then they bring in Carlos Hyde and give him nine carries to James Robinson's five after James Robinson was a breakout last year. So clearly Nick Saban thinks, or sorry, Urban Meyer th- thinks he's still in college and that he could just fiddle <laughs> around and do whatever he wants. <laughs> that is uh, true. I think the NFL is going to whoop his ass this year and then next year will be his last. I, I
1: think- agree with you. Um, Yeah, the whole Travis Etienne thing, I was like okay he was a good running back like this could be okay you want to upgrade he didn't need to of course but like okay it's a solid player he's played with Trevor Lawrence maybe he's gonna make Trevor Lawrence feel more comfortable he has a guy who's familiar with he goes off and he says a third down back thing and I think like (laughs) oh it's just coach talk you know he's bluffing he's like you know whatever and like come preseason games like he's actually doing it like like, it's actually Travis Etienne who's the third down back role. And I think uh-huh. that's when people were like, really, this guy? And he starts putting him out, like, at wide receiver and different things. And it's just, mm. yeah, I don't know about the coaching stuff. I don't think uh, they have it figured out.
0: I don't think they're very bright. I, I'm just going off the evidence of, of what I just laid out and what we've seen so far. Uh, the best thing he can do is maybe get out of Trevor Lawrence's way. And the hope is that after he's gone, He's, he's going to be the new Adam Gase, this guy. It seems like he's just going right. to restrict everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be horrible. We'll see. But Brightside, Lawrence, I mean, he let him throw the ball 50 times. So if he yeah. gets points, even if his coach is an idiot, um, he'll get it done. Um, only two other things I want to highlight from the show before we go to you, real quickly, yeah. William. Kyle Pitts, rookie debut. <laughs> Four catches on eight targets. You love the eight targets. You don't love the 31 yards. You don't love that he didn't score. But again, this all goes back to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, and Aaron Rodgers killed basically all of their pass catchers this week. Hey, Mar, how do you feel about Matt Ryan?
1: I don't. Shut up. He <laughs> feels nothing. It's not really clear right now how you feel about him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt Ryan's a bitch. Damn.
1: Yeah. Thank you for and clearing that up.
0: <laughs> he's off my team I cut him before it's even possible To add players In his place Cut <laughs> him right off um, So yeah Again Eight targets That That's what people Thought was going to happen Julio Jones Is not there anymore There's, They're not going to be A good team So they have to throw a lot He's going to get his uh, Good sign You wish he would have Caught more balls But again These are all their first games And the last piece Who do you all think The third highest scorer On Michelle's team was I'm not going to look at it
3: And
1: I'm going to say Chase Claypool
0: not Chase Claypool.
1: Damn.
0: Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was second. Oh. Third, the $86 man,
1: Tyson
0: oh, yeah. Williams. Wow. She <laughs> <You> came <can't
2: laughs> for that touchdown, dude. She you was so excited
0: touchdown. when he ran it in. I think it was like a 30 yard touchdown. Yeah. And um, honestly, I thought he got all the work until today. I saw he only had nine carries for 65, and Latavius Murray. Who had been there for like an hour and a half, actually had ten carries. So he he got more touches on the ground anyway. Uh, he did score, yep. Um so he got more than Tyson. So uh like I said, I don't think this team's gonna be very good mm-hmm. this year. they will mm-hmm. be uh, nine and eight, maybe at best, in my estimation, but I don't know. That backfield is still a little bit murky. So this That's... backfield
2: reminds me of where I was at with Tampa Bay when I had the whole fucking Tampa Bay running back (laughs) (laughs) situation on my team because they can't decide which running back they want to use. And that's what's going to happen here is they're going to mix it up, give you a little Tyson Williams, a little um, uh, Latavius Murray, and then Le'Veon Bell is there. I know, Le'Veon Bell's standing on the sidelines there. So, like, they're they're all going to get mixed in. You're not going to know who's going to be the hot hand. It's going to be very annoying and confusing. So good on Michelle for having a good week one with him, but I don't think that's gonna last. I I don't, but
0: we'll see. All right, let's do this last matchup quickly because mm. I, I don't want to get to an hour twenty. The last one was why so quickly? A long dude? One, so, uh, well, this because the score was ninety eight to fifty six <laughs> in this one. <laughs> William, congratulations, you yeah. vanquished. Our newest member, Jacob, <laughs> in his first ever match. Welcome
2: was to Dynasty Fantasy Football, Jacob. Damn. Andrew, you, your
0: initiation was William. <laughs> in.
1: Week three, the softest softball we could ever throw. Hey. And you missed.
2: <laughs> Two-time chat for a reason, right?
1: Really Gotta, break Gotta break I don't them in. got break them in. Tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> put training wheels. I don't know how much easier we could have done it, Jacob.
0: <laughs> now you understand what the two-time champ means, yes. Jacob. And I learned today. and I learned to take. William showed up and turned you the fuck out. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Gordon Sims. laughs> oh man, uh, uh, like this William. Clip. <laughs> on your side, I have a note that says Herbert Dud, but AB Stud. So I think. <laughs> If I was writing your newspaper, that's what it would say. Herbert, rough day at the office against a good Washington defense. He did get the win. Only 13 fantasy points because he only had one touchdown, but also one pick and one fumble. 13.3. Don't love that given how much you gave away to your brother to trade for him. But you do love. Are you concerned?
2: Not concerned.
0: All right. You do love. Antonio Brown's five catches for 121 yards and a touchdown. Um, I mentioned this to you before the season started. I looked at the numbers for how much Brady was targeting Brown after he had been there with no time at all. And you got to imagine with the full off season, that's only going to continue. And it definitely did in week one. Uh, Other players have known, as I mentioned, I think Jamal Williams will have a role in that backfield. But DeAndre Swift who apparently was kind of hobbled coming into the game. He also had 11 targets, eight catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown to go along with 39 rushing yards. He's going to have value. Uh I Brandon was, Cooks. Real quick, I was
2: upset because I remember pulling in from, you know, Splash Town, whatever, and uh, <laughs> and uh I saw there was a note that said, Jamal Williams named as starter. I was like, what the fuck? Why?
0: <laughs> but I was a concern. I was like, I'm going to leave him in there. But, what the fuck? okay, it seems like they're gonna have a split, and if they're gonna be losing most of their games like everyone expects and they're throwing a lot, the fact that they that Swift got eleven targets and Jamal got nine means neither one of them really is the quote unquote pass catching back that they both can be, so um yeah i I think they'll both have value, uh, and Swift's is probably a little bit better, my opinion, but uh definitely gonna be be usable uh Brandon Cooks, I was saying. Everyone was shitting on Houston because of losing J.J. Watt and losing Deshaun Watson, but somebody's got to catch the ball, and mm-hmm. it appears that it'll be Brandon Cooks. Five catches, 132 yards, 13 points, did not even find the end zone. Kenny Galladay, first game with the Giants, four for six, 64 yards. Thoughts there? Mm. Disappointed. <laughs> Disappointed. First game, uh, it's Okay. Chase Edmonds, twelve carries for sixty-three, four catches for forty-three. Got you ten points. Solid. Yeah,
2: I can't wait to say I told you guys so about Chase Edmonds. He's coming. He's coming.
0: How about the other Up. RB, Love James and... Connor? <laughs> well, what did Connor <laughs> do? I didn't even look. Uh, I haven't checked either. Actually, I think he's on Jacobs. He should
1: be there. He's on
0: Jacobs' team. Connor had 16 carries for 53. He actually had more carries than <laughs> Chase Edmonds, <laughs> <Chase> Edmonds did.
1: <laughs> this is Will talking before he knows anything.
0: No, I'm still not set.
1: concerned. I'm <laughs> still not concerned
0: at all. Um, uh, the separator there was Edmonds had four catches for 43. That's how he got more points than um, uh, other guy there, uh, James Connor. And then your boy, Chris Carson, 16 for 91, had some good-looking runs, three more catches for 26. Did fumble, though, which has always been an issue of his. It's okay. It's all right. Let's get
2: it
1: out now. Let's get it out now. All Last those muscles, your... you think he would hold the ball better.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> can't hold it with his thick thighs. <laughs> Last guy of note, I want to ask you if you're concerned about, given his QB, no. Mike Gesicki, <laughs> No. No catches on three targets, zero points.
2: So I read that they're one of the offensive line, I think their left tackle was out, so they focused more on blocking this week one, so they're hoping that he comes back week two, so that way that'll leave some opening room for Gesicki to come in and, and uh, do what he does. So not worried disappointed he put up zero, but I didn't think he was going to put up a lot either this week. Um, So, okay.
0: Well, as it turns out, you didn't need it. Actually, this is the last thing I want to bring up for you. Everyone has been trying to make Mike Williams happen for four years. Is this finally the year that Mike Williams happens? Eight catches, 12 targets, 82 yards, and a touchdown. I hope so. I hope so. That's why I've been keeping him, man, because I...
2: Just like this guy has potential. He reminds me of uh, my dude, Martavis Bright. You know, he has the, the length and, <laughs> and the arms, you know, and the reach. But uh, he just hasn't been able to ball out. So, yeah, I was really happy to see that he got a touchdown with Herbert. Um, so hopefully there's some connection there and that continues on. That would be badass.
0: The only touchdown in the game, and yeah, for whatever reason, people he was a a, a highly touted receiver coming out. People thought he had the talent. I think a lot of people had him as the number two, the, uh, sorry, Jose, the Corey Davis here <laughs> that he was coming out.
3: <laughs>
0: um, and he just has not delivered, but 12 targets, 82 yards on the touchdown. If he sustains those peripherals, that uh, he might actually be usable. Yeah. Uh, Jacob pretty much got screwed by the Packers' complete meltdown. And then to make matters worse, one of his lone bright spots, Jerry Judy, who was doing well, injures his ankle, had a bad high ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh on the field. He goes out for probably eight weeks. Uh just just a tough day all around. Hunter Henry, three points. Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, uh both had pretty rough days. 2.4 for Evans. I think Evans will get his next week, but um, yeah, the the Packers definitely set the tone. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones combined for three point five points, which is not <laughs> God. not a good way to start the season. <laughs> so you got to roll with them again because it's the Lions next week. But uh, hopefully that doesn't continue. Uh, I will say to end on a high note for Jacob, uh, DJ Chark, and Jamar Chase. Now Chark had fourteen points on only three catches, but he had twelve targets. And if Trevor Lawrence is going to look for him that much, because they're going to be losing all their games. Uh he's he's going to be usable for most of the season. 86 yards on the touchdown. Three for 12 is scary. Like, was he covered? Did he drop them? I did not watch the game. How did he have nine incomplete throws? Us, I, I, I watched the, Your boy, the shirt. It,
1: it, it, He had, like, a hand issue or something in the offseason, so, like, he just recovered from that. And I'm going to say that not really practicing or having a preseason kind of, Puts it. Some of them were like tough catches, but not not a lot of them. But I had no idea he had twelve targets. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I watched the ones I did see. Like, yeah, they looked like they were more on DJ Chark. But I don't, I don't see that as a concern. Like, I'll take the twelve targets. Sure, he dropped them. And the thing is, most of those drops too, they were efficient throws. Like, he could easily probably touch like a buck fifty in yards.
3: Okay, so but he
1: didn't. I I think there's a lot to a lot more to like than to not, like, with DJ chart.
2: Just drop nine balls. You're just just
1: upset because you don't have them. (laughs) So, Jacob, I just
2: want to say, since you lost week one pretty fucking bad, um, don't ever trade with Castro. I hope you learned your lesson, dude. This is the lesson I want you to learn. All right? Yeah, look at your bench. Look at at season one and listen to Castro, and he talked about his bench every time, and didn't win, (laughs) didn't have debt, and... We'll say the same thing. Just don't ever trade with Castro. He will screw you you over. I'm
1: going to go on record. I'm going to go on record and say that Jacob has a better season than you this (laughs) year. Put money on it. Let's go. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, funny enough, Castro, your problem last year was obviously you had way too many receivers and just would always play roulette and lose a lot of the times on, on starting the guy who boomed. Looking at Jacob's team. He actually has the same problem in large part because of you. He has three of your receivers from last year in Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin and uh, DJ Chark. And you think that's by accident? He inherited uh, Jerry Judy from Greg's team and then he drafted Jamar Chase. So if we say, okay, DJ Chark, Jamar Chase, sorry, Chase five catches, 101 yards and a touchdown. I guess the drop issues were really just a preseason thing because he looked pretty good. Uh, He had 15.9 also on Jacob's bench. But who do you sit? What do you have set? Mike Evans? What do you have set? It's Terry McLaurin? A, it's a tough call. Yeah. It's... The Castro the Castro move. <laughs> so William, big. you don't, you don't know about
2: saying, this
1: problem, William, because you've never had more than <laughs> one. You know what good problem player. I know about? Is uh, I don't
2: I know where it. to put my third room. <laughs> I get it.
3: Uh,
1: that was half a decade ago. <laughs> I, don't, but... I don't know where to put it. I got no room. You're gonna William. be like you're gonna be like Coach McCarthy, man. <laughs> I held it. I held it. He did. Let me
0: those tell are, you about <laughs> those are
1: facts. He did hold yeah, it. T- yeah,
3: <laughs> ten years ago.
0: It was ten years ago.
3: Uh,
0: William, the last time you won a ring, your son was like four, five, five years five years, later, five years later, let's see what's up. Oh
1: my goodness.
2: Well, Jacob, good. Uh, um, game
0: um, but yeah don't ever trade Castro again you will screw you I gave him solid players yeah he he did he just the problem was where he, he because he traded back in the drafts I'm sorry well yeah that was the Castro trade except the way it played out he didn't get to take a running back which is what he needed the best available player was chase and so now he's just got an embarrassment of riches maybe maybe look to trade some of these guys if somebody needs depth like uh, I don't really know I forgot everyone's roster but uh The good news is he won't have to decide on Jerry Judy for eight weeks because he is hurt. That's true. So one of those guys will slide right in. And then uh and God, I feel like it's got to be Chark. If he's going to get 12, 12 targets a game, my goodness.
2: Drop him off, you're right. <laughs> he, just dude. a little bitter. Relax. <laughs> Relax, dude. Yeah, you had your okay. chance. Well, I
1: tried so yes. many times to give I you DJ
0: Chark. He was worth the first rounder last year. This year. All right. Well, this one did go a little long. I was going to go through waivers. I don't think it's worth it. I will just say Miller paid $51 for Mark Ingram. If you would have told me two weeks ago that anybody would have paid $51 for Mark, 31-year-old Mark Ingram, who didn't make a roster on his 12-man league with 18-man rosters and four-hour slots and four taxi slots, and Mark Ingram was not on a team. That somebody would pay $51 for him, I would have said no chance. And actually, I would have said it was William. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going to say.
2: You're going to put money on me <laughs> because I have Philip Lindsay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, next highest bidder on that one was you, Castro, who actually put up 16. So why don't you tell me why marking room is worth the money? Is it just blockage?
1: It was just blockage and a little depth, I guess. I had David Johnson, too, so they just used him a lot. I wouldn't probably start them. I'd probably have them there in case someone I had went down or something, or maybe a bi-week filler, you know? But, yeah, mm. I, I didn't want it better. I had the space, so better not me have them than someone else, I
0: guess. Well, a lot of people put in for them. Um, that's actually one thing I like. Every time I think, I'm like, oh, I'm a genius. I got my eye on this guy. Three or four other people are looking at the same person. So I like the, the IQ of the league and how everyone's kind of uh, smartened up to a lot of the uh, – not that Mark Ingram's a deep stash, but – Going into last season, a lot of the names I think only I know. People are multiple people were putting bids on them, so I like Wait, seeing the Mark, competition there.
2: Mark Aaron got what, like twenty six touches? How many got a touches? Shitload. You got a lot. Got a like shitload. it's worth a stash. Like to see
0: what where this goes. You know who so. really would have liked him. <laughs> Michelle. It was Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. But maybe the fact, <laughs> the I don't, you know, she had been saying it when I told her, like, "Hey, try to grab Mark Ingram." She's like, "I don't have any money." And I was like, "Well, I know that," but actually, maybe she can take a little bit of comfort in the fact that Miller paid fifty-one dollars for him. So even if she didn't uh, yeah. spend eighty-six dollars on him, she likely wouldn't have been able to afford Mark Ingram in this case. Uh, I was shocked to know. that he spent Miller spent fifty-one dollars. Well, then he spent $18 on the Cardinals. And now just now I saw uh, Fons put a message in the thing saying, who the fuck took all the defenses?
3: (laughs) Clearly looking for one. Yeah. Uh, All
0: right. Well, this one went longer than I expected, but uh, thank you all for jumping on to recap this. Sorry we missed Jose on this front, but I do want to get out for this. It's too much longer. Week one in the books. Congratulations to the both of you. Mm. Because Jose missed, I am the sole... Oh and one team on this podcast today. Oh.
1: So, William, enjoy As, it. Enjoy it while you can, Will.
0: Yeah, Castro, you can't you can't hurt me. I don't know. I just Super Bowl hangover. Here's the ring. Can't I hurt you. I just oh, don't like feel it. You wanna see another <laughs> one? You like, you're gonna be like you're gonna be like William
1: five years from
0: now. <laughs> you know, what? Well, I got one. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Week one in the books. Any final words from you two, Castro?
1: Nope, I'm ready to get out of here. Get on to week
0: two. On to week two. William?
2: Uh, Nope. Good luck, bro. It's you and I playing this week. Let's
0: get it. Oh, you play your brother. Yeah. Oh, snap. Be, interesting. be a last
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> well, maybe we can get your brother on for the preview soon. But, all right, until next time, I want to see both your... Cans of water, bottles of water, whatever you got, and one final thank you. Thank you, Matty G. Yeah, thanks, bro. Don't ever send cash or anything ever again.
1: Jesus. I also break up with you. (laughs) Later,
2: we'll say that.